everyone, and welcome to an episode where we are going to catch them all. Yes, you've got me, Trainer Zinger, and I'm going to use my first Pokemon. It's... Bergamon! Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, we are going to be doing a Pokemon discussion, but we've got some news to talk about first. No oh boy. So, um, but before we start with the Pokemon theme, I'm going to, well, sorry, before we start with the news, we're going to keep with the Pokemon theme. This is episode 156. Off the top of your head, what Pokemon number is that? Okay. For the National Pokedex. One, two, three, four, five, six. It's, I can't think of its name, but it's Totodile second form, isn't it? Wait, 151, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. No, it's um, Cyndaquil's middle form. You are correct. That's right, it goes grass, fire, water. It's fire, water. It's grass, water, fire. Yeah. Yep, yep, you are correct. Yay! And what's his name? I'm Croconaw, right? You're. That's the. That's the Turdile one. It's the Cyndaquil is Quivel. Oh my gosh, Quibble. I did it again. I am. I'm slipping. Caffeine hasn't kicked in yet. Mine has. So on <laughs> yes, the crocodile was the one I was thinking it was. So, <laughs> so on the note of well, once again, got to point this out for the millionth time. We are not sponsored by Netflix. Continuing that conversation, Evangelion. Neat, neat, how is it technically supposed to be pronounced? I don't know. It's even. I've heard I, there's Evangelion and there's Evangelion, and I think I say. Evangelion, but I don't, I feel like every time I hear like an official pronunciation, like from the anime, I feel like it's always different. So, um, yeah, I just, I just always say Neon Genesis or okay. AGE. That is <laughs> available, um, now on, of course, Netflix. Netflix yep. Um, you are somebody who had, who was kind of amazed that I had never seen this. Yeah, I was shocked. And, um, you're a big fan of it. Big and fan. Also, let's see, hold on. Genesis Evangelion. There's your answer. All right, it says Evangelion. All right. All right. Um, so, what? I mean, when when did you watch this? Are you currently rewatching it on Netflix? I like, am re- go I, go I, over this for us. Okay. So uh, I so I knew of even I knew of Neon Genesis from uh, back in the '90s when it was still airing. Uh, Game Pro would do like a they would do like an anime segment, and I remember seeing when they were reviewing like the latest episodes or whatever in there. And I was like, what's this weird thing? And it's still in the nineties. You know, it wasn't like you could just easily access it or look up stuff about it, but it looked interesting. And then I had a, a book and it was talking about Japanese culture and talk about anime. And then they have Mac robots and they're like, but they've gotten more exotic. Like where like neon Genesis Evangelion, where children use robots to fight the bastard children of God. I'm like, that sounds interesting. Uh, so then my buddy Ted from college, uh, first semester, I uh, met him and found out he was a big anime fan. He's like, and he had the whole series on DVD. And I was like, oh, I've always wanted to watch this. And he's like, Keep going. I've always wanted to watch this. And um, I completely lost my train of thought. Had the, had the DVD. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm, I'm waiting. I was waiting for the, the sounds to stop. Um they never stop. <laughs> the sounds never stop. Uh, so anyway, I I, uh, I was like, oh, I've always wanted to watch this. And he's like, dude, you need to watch this. And so I was coming home for fall break, and he was like, here, just take it with you. And somehow the like five days I was home, I watched the entire series for the first time. And I was like, this is like the most amazing thing I have ever seen before. Um, so that was my first watch through. After I graduated college, I bought the series. 
uh, and exposed several people, several of my friends to it. Seems like that's how this thing spreads. It almost. did. It's very word of mouth. It seems. Um, and then I've seen like the rebuild movies that they're with like the anime retellings they did, and they're still. I don't think maybe all four of them came out. I don't know. At least in the U.S., I think only the first two got official releases. Uh, but anyway, yes. And then now that the series is on Netflix with a new a new dub and everything, I'm I'm watching it. For so this the is a third different. Time. Yes, dubbed than is. the one that was on DVD yeah, previously. This is. Okay, different cast, uh, but also some different. Like they, there's a few things that I've noticed. Like they've, they've uh, a few little bits of dialogue here and there that they specifically. It's like that's a very modern thing. Like those are things that didn't exist, or the phrasing of certain things would not have existed in the '90s when, or been as uh, you know, what is that talking about? Like, like they mention freedom, the Freedom of Information Act. And obviously that's been around for a while, but it's something that seems to really have come into prominence in the past few years. And they mention it in one of the the episodes. I'm like, I don't think they mentioned that before. And it just seemed like a very modern thing to add in there. So little bits and pieces. Some of the voice actors, they sound similar, but it's one of those things where like I I, I have in my mind the old ones. But, yeah. at the, but for the most part, they sound, I mean, I've gotten used to them by now. I have no comparison because I've never... Ironically, with my interest in anime and stuff like this, this is something that always flew by my radar. Sure. It's something I never kind of picked up on. And now, given this opportunity, I have watched the first episode. I am very interested in continuing it. I just have a lot on my plate right now, but I will definitely make sure to get to that. Uh, as for the movies, I'm just reading on here real quick. So there is uh, Death and Rebirth, End of Evangelion, and Rebuild of Evangelion. Death and Rebirth was sort of a retelling of the series where they kind of condensed okay. it into a movie. Um, without being too spoilery for you, because I'm sure there's plenty of people out here listening who've watched it, but for people who might be watching it the first time, due to things that happen later and certain things happening off, like in the real world, the budget got cut and so they kind of had to rework the ending and a lot of people to put it lightly hated it All right. <laughs> uh, the the creator got uh was getting death threats and Ooh. so then uh, a couple years later it was like you want an ending i'm gonna give you an ending so that's the end of evangelion so that is the one that is the that is the one and it's still i mean definitely watch the entire series don't discount the last few episodes and then do this like i both are important and necessary to watching it now the rebuild is sort of a four movie retelling of the series Hmm. and the first two kind of end with how the series ends but then it kind of changes so i'm not sure where they're going with with the other ones so um again i've not seen those and it's been a few years since i've even seen the the first two so uh yeah cool well i just i just know that's something that like i said i've been told numerous times to watch it and since it's available and i know that you've been a fan of it and we're kind of like taken aback when i had mentioned i I'd... was offended so it, it it became available and everything so i just wanted to mention that to people one who might want to go watch it two that it might be a later topic on this show and three it will be I am. I'm just wanting to say I. I have begun watching it, and it is piqued my interest. Though I will point this out, it's nostalgia for me for something I never had. Right. If that makes any sense? I, I see what you're it's, saying. It's nostalgia because there was a very particular type of art style for when I got into anime. I was just and, about to say it's got to be the art style. And mine is Dragon Ball Z. 
Because it's its own thing. Absolutely. Toriyama's got his own style of anime. They're, they're, like This reminded me of a lot of the Gundam series, a yep. lot of the like Cowboy Bebop, um, Outlaw Star. It's it's very tonal to that that same like art style and that same like very cut out yeah thing when, and that, that's, that's the thing it's like i i'm i'm like zoned in i'm like i can i i'm i'm glad i'm an adult watching this but i can just imagine years ago when this came out i being I, a kid i was like, um i was thinking the same thing like i saw i actually saw a thing the other day and it was talking it was like showing an anime character just kind of a generic one as if they were from like 90s anime and if mm-hmm. they were from today's anime and they showed how the style has changed and then this was like a week or so ago, and then I started watching Neon Genesis again, and I go, oh my gosh, these fit perfectly into that. And yes, this is why I like it so much, because even though it was a little past then, that was this came out the, when I was getting into anime. Mm-hmm. And so it is very, it's very nostalgic for, you know, 20, a couple years ago, uh, when I started getting into it. And uh, yeah, so it definitely is, uh, it brings back some of those, uh, those good times, those good memories. But yeah, but but still, uh, it's still very much stands up to the test of time. Cool. Um, I just want to mention that one, as I said. Now there is something else. Once again, staying in the realm of Netflix, because you know Netflix has news around it right now. There's some images released recently of a certain Gerald of Rivia, a certain uh, bewitching guy. A yes, certain a certain witcher. witch. Yeah. And okay. I'm going to get your opinion. Okay. You have not played the games. I have not played the games. You are familiar with them. I'm familiar the, with them, though. With with the, with the everything around it. I plan what? on getting three when it comes out. And yes, you, you once again, as we pointed out in our E3 episode, you have no excuse not to buy it. Exactly. Now because I was going to say, is, it is. As, as you listeners as well, it is available on basically everything. It's everything now. Soon. Or, soon will soon, be available. Soon to be. On everything. So... What are your thoughts, Henry Cavill, our first few images of him? I thought he looked fine. I saw people moaning and complaining online, and I was like, you know what? It, it, people were like, it just looks like a really high-quality cosplay. And I'm like, that's what that's what that kind of thing is. That's what movies and video games are, like, basically, if they're based on things. It's high-quality cosplaying. It's like, come on. Like, I thought he looked fine. I thought it looked great, especially maybe because I don't have... An attachment to the series, but I thought he looked fine. And of course, it's just still images too. We need to see it in motion. But I'm that got me excited for it, and it got me excited to. to play they the had that one image of him, like, kind of with with just the wig on, just kind of walk like torso up, kind mm. of like just looking around and stuff. Which, I mean, you can really gather nothing from that. Right. So that that it's one of those things that I just wanted to point out that there is that, but it's kind of a moot thing. Of, yeah. Yeah, it's there. It's something, but oh, if I type in that, that will get it. Sorry, I'm I'm just trying to get. Cause there is one image that bothers me. There is one image that does bother me. From is this. the one where they uh, photoshopped his mustache? No. <laughs> yes, actually, yes. That that is the one. And of course, right in a different context, it just it's a very it's a very disturbing image of Henry Cavill. Yes. Um. Also, right now on Netflix, they are just hounding the fact that. Um, Stranger Things, which, by the way, once again, we will do two an episode on. Now. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, it's two days from the um recording of this, so so yes. And um, on that note, while I'm looking this up, we're gonna do our quick segment in between another segment. Eric at the movies. Da, 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 Eric, did you go da, to the movies in the past week? I went uh, two days ago. Oh, da- I I didn't know if you did or not. So that was a surprise to me. What did I you did. say? I saw Toy Story four. And I 
loved it. I've heard mixed things. I so. thought it was great. Um, I liked it better than three. Wow. I was not the biggest fan of three. Three was okay. I liked three, but I kind of was like, I didn't get the whole like touching teary eyed stuff that people were talking about. Cause you know, ultimately there's the, it was like, Oh my God, the, the, the trash fire, the furnace scene. Oh my, it's like, you're going to make it out. They're not going to, but what? I will say four had some good emotional gut punches for me. So I liked it. I thought it was great. And it was gorgeous. It was absolutely gorgeous. All right, I cannot find the exact image I'm looking for, but it is one of them. Maybe it's that one. Maybe I'm just seeing better images on my computer, <laughs> like like on a computer screen now. There was one where he looked too pretty boy. Mm, okay. Like he didn't look like gruff enough. I think it's the one where he's slightly turning. Like he's in like the mist and he's kind of like turned mm. a little say, bit. I don't know if I saw that one. I think I might have just seen the... Let's see. Flip that screen around. Yeah, he kind of looks like Legolas a little bit there. But. Yeah, I, because that's, that's for, for me, playing the game and everything, do I think Henry Cavill is the perfect casting? Whatever. It's, it's a different interpretation. They're going off their own thing. There was a book series before this and everything, so I'm, I'm not really bothered by that. My problem is Geralt is very much a very rugged individual. Mm. He's not somebody... Who would like like would he would have dirt or scars or stuff all right, on him constantly, right. just from his work and everything. So seeing him like clean looking just was kind of weird. But there are other images that I'm seeing now that, like I said, that that was my only thing was I was like there was one image where I'm like he's too pretty boy, but the other stuff, the outfit, I'm I'm excited. Kind of bothered he doesn't have two swords, but like I said, it's, right. it's was, one of those things where that's woven into a story thing, so who I knows feel like the people goes. who didn't mind it as much, that was like their only nitpick was yeah. like, he doesn't have his two swords, but other than that... I, uh, I think in the first game he only yeah. has one sword, yeah. I think. It's been... I I own the game on Steam because you can just get a ton of stuff on Steam. I was going to say Steam is just you just yeah. blink and there's Yeah, a there's a sale going on right now. Where did this right game now, come but... from? Where did that money from my bank account go? Yes, um, I'm excited for this. I know Ellie's excited for this. Um, look forward to discussions on this. Yeah, absolutely. In the future. As for discussions right now, though, as you probably read from the title of this, has, and as we alluded to earlier, this has to do with Pokemon. This is, I think, our first true Pokemon discussion. I was say, obviously, it, it's come up before. but it, uh... it, is, it has come up before, but this is, I guess, the most truest discussion we can have on the Pokemans, and that is there was a recent announcement, if you want to go over that real quick, sir. Sure. Uh, so, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield is coming out on November 15th of this year of 1990, uh, 1999. Good Ooh. grief, I am. Talk about Evangelion too much. Woo. That's just me trying to sing the song. I'm going to stop there now. Uh, anyway, uh, 2019, yes. Uh, and next generation of Pokemon, first true console game i mean we had we had let's go pikachu and eevee last year but that was a a remake of the first games or of yellow i guess technically but uh but this is the first true original from the ground up game for a console and people were so excited like oh my gosh this is the first time i'm gonna i mean we we've discussed it we have we're very excited and it was like oh my gosh this is the first time i'm gonna get to bring all of my teams and my pokemon and my shinies and my perfect ivs or my living decks, whatever. I get to bring it all into this game in glorious HD. Then, um, and I'm pulling this up right now, uh, during the Treehouse, uh, during E3, um, Junichi Mitsuda, uh, who is like one of the, the creators and the masterminds behind Pokemon, 
uh, said in previous games, and I'm, I'm actually reading this quote, in previous games that worked with the Pokemon Bank service, uh, you were able to, for example, in Sun and Moon, bring over any Pokemon, even if they weren't in the Alola Pokedex. But with the transition to, to the Nintendo Switch hardware being much more powerful and allowing us to be much more expressive with each of the individual Pokemon, at Game Freak, we really spent a lot of time thinking about what the best way was to move forward, or what the best way to move forward was, really preserving the quality for all the different Pokemon while also taking into account the battle balance, having so many different Pokemon available, all within a limited development time so we don't have fans waiting too long for every new entry in the series. And after a lot of discussion, we decided to come to a new direction. And that new direction is they would not be able to bring every single Pokemon from the Which, past forward as we've stated before i think it's what it's we are oh so the official numbers in the 830s i believe but then you got to think about how there's like alolan forms which there's already there's a bunch of those that were introduced which they're technically in the deck still counted as a like a, an alolan rattata is counted the same as a regular Rattata, even though it's mm-hmm. technically two different Pokemon. You have, like, Rotom that has different forms, or a Choreo, which has different forms that have different you got types. Mega Evolutions. You've got Mega Evolutions. You've got all these things. And I think someone said if you count every different individual form as a Pokemon, we're in the 900s. Mm-hmm. So we're getting, we are, we are at the cusp. I mean, I think, and I think there, there's even a quote somewhere saying, that with Sun and Moon, it will officially, and I would, are not Sun That's, and Moon, uh, Sword and Shield, it will officially surpass yep. a thousand Pokemon. Now, with this announcement of them not, of you not being able to catch them, you can no longer catch them all, technically. Technically speaking, you can, you in, in Sword and Shield, on day one, you will not be able to catch them all. Now, through the bank system and stuff like that... That's what I feel like they're going to they're to 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 kind of jump ahead in this discussion a little bit not on purpose but on just the way this that I'm thinking right now. I feel like that's how they're going to get around this. Is they're going to be like, "Hey, this is how you 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 have your decks." Right. And now. I mean, so so I have I'm not a competitive player. I love the Pokémon series, but I'm not a competitive battler. However, I do like the collecting aspect. I think yes. it is fun to collect pokemon and i mean i so you would say you have to i have to catch them all i really do and i i had my living decks perfectly good until ultra sword and uh or ultra oh my i'm mixing ultra sun and moon ultra ultra sun and ultra moon came out and they introduced a couple of new uh ultra beasts so i'm playing through that now uh i'm playing through ultra moon trying to and i've been on and off playing it since last september uh trying to get to the end so i can get the the remaining ultra beasts and i can truly be uh up to snuff on everything but yes so it's it's been fun because through the years you can start starting with gen 3 uh back in 2004 which would have been ruby sapphire and emerald uh yep and then uh fire red and leaf Leaf green Green. uh, as well you can those pokemon you caught now 15 years ago you could transfer up to Gen 4, which came out in 2007, which is when I got back. Gen 3, I, I skipped over because I was in college. I didn't have money for a Game Boy Advance. I, uh, I did not. It was the one generation I didn't get to really truly play until the remakes came out. Uh, but then you could bring it up to Gen 4. You could bring it up to Gen 5. Then in Gen 6 with X and Y, that's when they introduced the Pokemon Bank, which was a way to kind of they said this is how we are going to move forward with being able to transfer Pokemon between generations. And so then you could transfer everything over there, and then you could connect your Pokemon, any Pokemon 
you could transfer through X and Y or, or Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire to um, to Pokemon Bank. And then when the Gen 7 games came out, the Suns, Moons, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, you could transfer directly from Bank. There was no, like, once they released, there was a patch they had to release, which they waited a couple months for good reasons, I think. Uh, so it wasn't like day one, you're plowing through the game with your level yeah. 100 party. It's sort of like experience the game as with the Pokemon presented to you, then later on you can you can do that. And I think we started getting hints that this was going to happen because the Alolan Pokedex, uh, I, I don't have the number in front of me, but the actual Pokedex where it has different entries and stuff like that, like there's, it's not every single Pokemon. However, um, you can bring over Pokemon that aren't in the Alolan Pokedex, but it won't have a Pokedex entry. So hmm. you could have them, but there wasn't any sort of record or anything. It wasn't like you could go into a Pokedex and it's like, here's a whatever Pokemon that's not in the Alolan Dex, and then there's just a blank page for it. Like, it's it's not there. Um, however, you could also, they updated uh, Bank, so Pokemon Bank would have Pokedex entries for every, has for every Pokemon. Yeah. So I think this is kind of, that kind of started hinting towards where they were going with this. Uh, because as we know back in, I think it was, either the tail end of may or the very beginning of june right before they had that direct for sword and shield they had an announcement of some new pokemon games and and services one of which is pokemon home and this is the new sort of method of transferring all connecting all of your pokemon games that is how you can bring up everything from the bank which is gins now one through seven because of the virtual console releases of one and two um so you have all these pokemon you have the uh, all the Let's Go games. Then you also have Pokemon Go, which you can transfer Pokemon to. Those are all one way. But then you have this service that they're all connected to. And then you can transfer from home to Sword and Shield. And as of right now, though, it seems like it's going to just be the Pokemon that are in the Galar Pokedex. So, as we said, overall kind of i i want to say a letdown in my opinion as something to where i I, and i and i understand their logic behind it is because yeah that's a lot of stuff to render that's a lot of stuff to put in that's a lot of stuff to do but at the same time you have pokemon you've probably played with for years that would be cool to have continue your journey with you i am a double-edged sword with sword with this like Oh, oh I get head. the reference. Ah, yeah. a double-edged sword and a big old flat shield. shield. I guess we'll go with that. So I agree. As again, as someone who's not a competitive, so if, there are people who have had competitive teams in Pokemon that they have brought up since Gen three. Mm-hmm. So fifteen years they've had these Pokemon, and we don't know what Pokemon we've seen from the trailers. Like if you go, if you look online, you can find out which Pokemon so far have been confirmed. Yeah, new and of course old. Um, but we don't know this list, and we probably won't know until the game comes out. And then uh, there might be even a, well, here's the ones that are available in the game. Here's the ones that are, you're still able to transfer in. If, right. Yeah. It, but, but, again, we won't. We, we, we are if, not going to know that. If they go about it that right. way. Which I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I don't think they're going to. I think it's going to be like they have to be in this game to begin with. So so I think the, the big thing is, like, on the one hand, like, if I was a competitive player, I mean, people have said, like, well, wow, competitive is going to totally still stay on the 3DS then. But then, 
On the other hand, then you're discounting and leaving out all these new Pokemon. And we don't know how many new Pokemon they're going to reveal. Uh, we haven't seen too many new ones, but I have a, I'm have hoping that we're going to get a lot of new Pokemon and new forms. I think that might be where they're trying to go with this instead of hey, let's put all of our resources into transferring over almost a thousand Pokemon. It's like, hey, let's really develop these some brand new, new Pokemon and maybe do some of the whole, like, kind of with the Alolan forms, maybe there'll be some Galar forms. Um, I think they really want people to focus on the new ones, um, initially at least. Now, could they patch in other ones later on? It's possible. Are they going to? Game Freak is not particularly known for going through and patching games to accept new uh, stuff. Yeah, like I when I don't uh, see that. Like when so so for instance, X and Y came out and it introduced um, the um, Mega Evolution, mm-hmm. and then um, Mega Ruby Alpha Sapphire came out and it added more Mega Evolutions in addition to the ones they already had. However, they did not they didn't patch X and Y to accept the new, the new mega, mega evolutions yep. and so it's not like you could battle some either you couldn't battle them or if it was like if you did battle someone you had to you were restricted to pokemon or they couldn't mega evolve or anything like that so they're not known for really patching their games now this is a new direction for them so maybe um you know we've, we've seen that they're gonna have like raid battles and they're gonna be like these great big uh giant the, the giant pokemon you team up with your friends and you can take them down and catch them you know i'm wondering if maybe they might have some poke they might introduce some pokemon that way and they're slowly once they get the initial game out they will start updating it to eventually possibly um accept these new pokemon i don't know interesting take on that and everything um like i said all, all this is we're, we're just this is a speculation thing this is us also reminiscing about our pokemon adventuring so in your opinion what pokemon even if it's been announced what pokemon are need to have like if 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 you're like i I have to have this in the game so somehow here's the thing because i have something i want to put forth all right so so here's the thing i want to say so this is kind of start this is getting i guess into our personal take on what's going on with this every new pokemon game i play I like to play, because I'm not a competitive player, I don't like to bring over, I'm like, I don't want to bring over my old Pokemon. I, when I play a new Pokemon game, I want to catch new Pokemon. Mm-hmm. That's who I want to use. So, honestly, like, the thought, for me, like, the thought of what Pokemon, what past Pokemon are going to be and not going to be in there isn't really a big concern for me right now because I want to use, like, all new Pokemon or... If I do end up using an existing Pokemon, I want it to be one I've never used before. Like I like like Bulbasaur is my first Pokemon. You never forget your first. Yeah. And the Bulbasaur, Ivysaur, Venusaur, that family is is my favorite. And I mean, um, of of the starters for sure. And I mean, I'm I'm sure that a, major, a majority of the existing Pokemon that come over are going to be Gen One because they've got a Strangle, a special yeah. uh, love of Gen One. Um, so I'm sure most, I don't know about all, but I'm sure most of those are going to be safe. Um, so, I mean, one that I, I mean, I, can't, I really can't think of one that if it's in or not in, I'm going to be particularly upset about or happy about. Because, again, I'm all about using new stuff. the new Pokemon. I like making parties of new ones. Now, 
one thing I do like doing is because right now on um, on my Sun game, I have my parties from uh, X and Y Omega or from X my Omega Ruby party. I have most of my Pearl party, my Black party, uh, my Gen my my uh, Red playthrough from Game Boy uh, mm-hmm. Virtual Console. I have those all on there, and it is sort of like it is fun mixing and matching these veteran teams of yours. Like, oh man, let me make a cool party using these Pokemon that I played yeah. through with five different adventures. So, but as of right now, it's sort of like. I'm kind of more focused on I can't wait to see what new Pokemon they give us so I can start making a party out of that. So I can't think of a particular one off the top of my head that I'm like, it, it has to be there. So correct me if I'm wrong on this. I think it would be cool in this game if the starters from other games were just random Pokemon you could encounter. Because yeah. I don't think that's been something minus, minus... Let's go Pikachu and Eevee. Yeah. Minus that game. There was, so, and this isn't even complete, it's sort of a halfway point in um, in Pearl and Diamond, there was like a, a mansion, and in this mansion, there was like a yard in the in the back, and there would be reports of like Pokemon that would appear, and you could catch them in, in grass patches. Mm-hmm. And some of the starters were in there, but again, it was like there was someone who, and it's been 12 years since I played this game, uh, other than transferring Pokemon forward but yeah. um there was like someone who would be like oh i heard reports of a uh, bulbasaur in at the manor and you could go there and you could catch one but and then also i take that back you could get some of the starters in um x and y there was a um it was kind of the equivalent of safari zone but like with depending on who your friends were they were assigned a random type, and then, like, if you, like, somehow... It's been so long since I played this. I'm getting I, it wrong. You could go in and catch, like, middle evolutions of some of the starters. It was it was kind of weird. Um, but, yeah, it's not like a regular, like, oh, I'm on Route 28, and it's like, see, oh, look, there's that, Bulbasaur's walking That around. would be cool to have that happen. Yeah. See, I think that that would be cool to have some of the starters be just Pokemon out in the world. Yeah. Too. Just just regularly. Not, not like, some endgame stuff. Not some, like... And I know that fills the Pokedex with stuff that we are used to, but it also is something you're not used to just finding in the world, yeah. too. So that that's something I would be interested in. Um, a new evolution is something that I, I mean, mean. Did, did the did Sun and Moon have one? Because that's the no, that, the yeah, last was, one was X and Y with uh, um, Sylveon, the fairy type one. Yep. So here's an interesting thing with Dragon type. Well, I mean, I think I think I think any any of the remaining types will, will be great for Eevee. So, prior to uh, so in the first couple of gens, types were split amongst physical and special. Mm-hmm. And if you and now obviously you can have physical and special versions of all types, uh, but the Eevee types that exist right now are all considered special type. Yeah. Now. Fairy was not introduced until Gen 6, and that split had already happened, but everyone's like, that would have absolutely been a special type as opposed to a physical type. Uh, so people are thinking, wondering if Eevee is going to go beyond that and start getting the physical types, or what was considered them. Uh, I've also heard speculation of maybe an introduction of a new sort of competing Pokemon, a sort of other kind of Eevee that would be have all the different forms uh, that... that Eevee didn't have, uh, which would be Ooh, cool. That be would cool. be cool. There was a video I saw online, and I can't remember what channel it was, but they created a Pokemon, and they said, "Where well, Eevee is a mammal, um, 
this other version would be um, like a lizard, and they designed it after a lizard, and they had it, all, and they went through the different remaining types and designed it, and it was a really, really cool looking Pokemon. That being said, the fun thing about Eevee is it's I want I would like them. My personal, I think that would be cool, but my personal wish is for it to continue with Eevee because. Eevee is a Pokemon that started in Gen 1, but it has continued to get evolutions over multiple generations. And that is something I think is really cool because it's sort of like, hey, here's this whole family of Pokemon that can spring off of Eevee, but it wasn't until Gen 2 or Gen 4 or Gen 6 or whatever that we get uh, these new evolutions. So that's something I do. And of course, it's now been, you know, uh, uh, we've, we've skipped a generation uh, and it typically tends to skip, other than Gen One. You know, it's gone two, four, yeah. six. So we're, we're, I think we're due for some new ones. So I think being in a sort of uh, in a British inspired region, I think if they introduce two new ones, do a sort of uh, a do a Steel type and a Dragon type, and make the Steel one based on a Knight. Ah, oh, that's and then that's have a sort cool. of a, have a sort of a Knight versus Dragon kind of thing going on. I think that would be pretty pretty cool. So I was just looking to see which ones are left, and um, we've got. A course, water, electric, fire, uh, psychic, dark, grass, gl- ice, and no, we have. Oh, you're saying which ones we have? Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, then yeah. Uh, ice and fairy. Yeah. What's left? And this is off the top of my head, so you probably are actually gonna fill this in better. Up, oh, you're you're Does gonna do say dragon. Okay. Steel. Okay. Poison, ground, rock, bug, and flying. Flying. Yes. So. I really want a bug type Eevee. I love the idea of this little mammal, this cute little sort of dog oh cat yeah. turning into a bug. Uh, I think that would be really cool. I've seen I've seen fan art of all the remaining uh, Eevees before, and I've seen everything from these cute little butterfly-like ones to these horrifying like scorpion-like ones, and I'm like, I, I love that idea. Or what if they introduce an evolution where it's just an evolved form of Eevee? That's just something as too. Normal. There is there is not a normal type Eevee other than Eevee, like a yeah. yeah like I, I could see there being an evolved, like a really good normal type Jack of all trades Pokemon. See that that would be cool, but the um the flying type wouldn't that just be tails? Yeah, it would be. He would grow. That'd be great if he was just orange and had two tails. Yeah. and little red feet. Perfect. Um, no, I, I was just like, I was just wondering because I'm like, I haven't, I don't think there's been a new Eevee. Like, I, Sun and Moon are the ones that I'm like completely detached from in the sense of I I didn't, it was the one I didn't really, well, I had a DS, but it was never charged, kind of sat around. Now I got one, I'm playing through a lot of the other games right. and everything, and Sun and Moon really haven't appealed to me as like I have to get this. It's kind of like I, I prefer the older ones personally. Yeah, I I really like Sun and Moon a lot. I thought it did a lot of good things. Uh, it looks it's probably one of the best looking 3ds. But games. that's the thing I do want to go play. Yeah, it it's really good. The introduction of the regional forms is something I hope they continue. In, that in that Sword would and be Shield. yeah because it was because I used because um, like Muck was a Pokemon I didn't really care much about, but then they introduced Alolan Muck and he was instead of poison he was dark and poison. Mm-hmm. And uh, instead of looking just like a purple blob, he, they gave him like these multicolored rings that made him look like an oil slick. And because of his typing combinations, ground was the only thing that had a strength against him. And he was a beast. He, uh, oh my gosh, like he was the all-star of my party for sure. Cool. So, and and the, do, do we go over them, them kind of recanting that or... Sorry, Nintendo and Game Freak kind of going 
and explaining stuff. I'm sorry. I'm like completely blanked on if we went over their response to. No, we didn't. The, we had okay because there there has been there. a very apparent fan backlash. Yeah, obviously, there's been a lot. There's been a lot since E3's gone on. And like I said, uh, I, I, I understand. Absolutely. I, under, I, I understand, I but as at the same time, I've, I've wanted to collect them all, but it's kind of one of those things I burn out on it after a little bit, and it's right. just, I'll throw them in the it's, bank. It's not a, it's not a, like, a simple thing. Like, I, Gen, because it was Gen 6 when I, when they introduced Bank, and I was like, all right, I really want to make an, you know, a living Dex. And so once you could start transferring all your Pokemon up, I just started going through the different generations, yep. just transferring everything I, possi- I possibly could forward. And I, I also mean, lost a lot of mine, I think, at and, one point, too. Yeah. And then, but I mean, that's the thing. Like, eventually, I mean, you get, you know, some of them I had the whole line. Some of them it was sort of like, okay, I need to, like, I have, you know, a, um, you know, a Toto dial, but that was all I had. I had one. So then I had to breed two, and I had one that it was ready to go, but then I had to go through and evolve one up to level 16 and one to 32. And then it was sort of like going around for, I mean, it was a few months of going around with, you know, a good, like, solid Pokemon right before the Elite Four on Victory Road, just, or, and, or going through the Elite Four themselves with experience share and all these Pokemon and just being like, okay, you've got to level, especially when you get to some of the ones that don't evolve until like level 60 or whatever. And there's yeah. like a lot of experience and it's just grinding. And it's a good, it's a good way to level up Pokemon uh, in general. Like your parties, like it was sort of like my main party through that game. I would just switch off and be like, okay, you're going to level up now and you're going to fight all these Pokemon. Um, but yeah, it's sort of like, um, it's it's a daunting task and it and it's a lot of work and I mean I'm I'm happy that I I did it so anyway, going on to it so there's a lot of backlash and then so uh, in June 28th so just a few days ago, um, Junichi, as we recorded this episode Junichi uh, Masuda no actually there is a time portal so whenever you listen to this it could be ten years from now it's just yeah, days, yeah. just a couple days before uh, perfect here and here's here's what he said this is posted on the official Pokemon website. Uh, thank you thank you to all of our fans for caring so deeply about Pokemon. Recently, I shared the news that some Pokemon cannot be transferred to Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. I've read all your comments and appreciate your love and passion for Pokemon. Just like all of you, we are passionate about Pokemon, and each and every one of them is very important to us. After so many years of developing the Pokemon video games, this was, very di- this was a very difficult decision for me. I'd like to make one thing clear. Even in a specific po- even if a specific Pokemon is not available in Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield, that does not mean it will not appear in future games. The world of Pokemon continues to evolve. The Galar region offers new Pokemon to encounter, trainers to battle, and adventures to embark on. We are pouring our hearts into these games, and we hope you will look forward to joining us on this new journey. So, they, I mean, that's the thing. You cannot... You, there was actually a poll on, re- on Reddit recently... And it was like voting for Pokemon, like who was your favorite Pokemon? And they said all but four got at least, there was only four Pokemon who didn't get votes. And of those Pokemon, it wasn't like, it knocked out one whole Pokemon. Like, it was still like, it had others in its evolution yeah. line that, that well, they liked. Do you know what they were off the top of your head? Uh, so there is the, there was the Sun and Moon Regional Rodent, uh, uh, is it? Uh, Young Goose, or oh gosh, what is the one that has like the Donald Trump haircut? Uh, there was the um, sort of uh, Lolita styled uh, psychic type from Gen Five. Oh, the that first one. one, the first stage, because it has like two. It, it's like a three stage one, I believe, and it has the other two stages got votes. And I don't remember who the other ones were off the top of my head. Um, 
So that's the thing. You can't completely get rid of a Pokemon because someone out there loves that Pokemon. Yeah. Um, it, there, everyone has their one that's Everyone has a favorite one. Like, I mean, even beside, I mean, everyone loves starters, but I mean, outside of starters, like everyone's got their, their favorites. Like I love Ampharos the, and that line. Like, I just love it. It's this little sheep that turns into sort of a flappy armed dragon thing. Yeah. Uh, like I just, he's so goofy. I love goofy looking Pokemon. So he's so goofy looking and he gets the mega evolution where he grows this glorious mane of white uh, flowing hair. And I love it. Um, I like the shark pedo. Yeah, he's cool just, too. Just because I'm like, yeah. it's a shark. Exactly. He's a shark torpedo. Exactly. Uh, so everyone out there has a po. Even there's a Pokemon like I forget about. Someone out, someone else out there is like, that's my favorite Pokemon. How dare you forget Clam Pearl um, or something like that. Um. So I mean, because and like he said, just because uh, a Pokemon does not appear in this game doesn't mean it's not it's it's not like oh this Pokemon's gone forever. Um, do you think that Pokemon goes their new outlet for a lot of this stuff too to have like a that's how you complete all the, that that's how you catch them all. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I really think home is now going to be... Because here's the thing. Home is... So with Bank, it's more of a just just straight-up storage. Yeah. And now it has, like, built-in Pokedex. Features. Uh, features. But I think home is going to be the evolution of that because it says that you can trade with those Pokemon. Um, it says that you, are, you, you can trade with other trainers. So, like, you and I, with Pokemon Home, could trade Pokemon that we caught in we could trade a Pokemon from that I caught and go with one that you caught in one of the Game Boy games yep. that you transferred over, which is crazy to think. And I love that. Um, so I could see there being more functionality. So like, say you can't have all of your Pokemon in sword or in, yeah, in sword and shield. I actually said the right one. I wasn't, it wasn't switching them around for once. Um, so in Pokemon um, Sun and Moon, they had these features where instead of your Pokemon just being in the boxes, there were these islands that you could send your Pokemon to that were in your boxes and they would go on like quests. And so there was like, there were beans that you feed your Pokemon and they would harvest those. Uh, there were these caves you could send your Pokemon to that would, they would retrieve things like evolution stones and special items and stuff like that. Uh, there was one where you could level them up. There was one you could do all these things. I'm wondering if they're going to include that in Pokemon Home. Stuff for your Pokemon to do. So you could transfer. Because I keep my living decks on bank currently. And I was thinking I would probably move it to Home. So I could have my full living decks of all yeah. 8,000 or however many it's going to be once once Gen 8 comes out. Um, so I'm hoping they might do something like, hey, you can't bring these Pokemon now slash ever into Sword and Shield. However, if you have them on Pokemon Home you're going to be able to send them on quests and trade and you can send them on quests to like get items that you can transfer over to sword and shield. So it's sort of like, they're still having a use. I mean, I know in the grand scheme, that's not going to be what people prefer, but uh, I think that might be uh, something they can do. Another thing is when you transfer a lot of Pokemon between um, like say, so when you go into Pokemon bank, it says, which game do you want to use? And any po so like, if you, like I have two of them digitally, and two of them physically. So I have, it'll be like, here are the ones we can detect. Which one do you want to use? When you go into the game, it'll be like, be, depending on how much you've traded and transferred back and forth between the game and that, it'll be like, here are these points. Do you want to use them as battle points, which you can use in the game for buying actual legit like battle items and stuff like that. Mega stones 
and uh, items used for battling that competitive players do use. So I'm wondering if they might use that method when trans when trading to and from sword and shield and home hmm. and that way it gives you incentive to use that because then it's sort of like oh you're getting these points for transferring all these pokemon you can now get these really cool items to continue your battling on on that game so interesting well like i said we're, we're looking forward to seeing what they do with this of course the game and everything too i was gonna say we still have another what four four and a half months until it comes out am i doing my math right yes i am good off it, the top of your head Time math. And I was gonna say carry the one. I mean, we have four and a half months. They've hardly shown us any new Pokemon. No. I mean, ultimately uh, the starters and then like I'm thinking under ten. Other I was ones? gonna say we've, we've seen the starters. The first the first stage of the starters as of this as of this yeah. podcast, we've seen the the three starters. We've seen the two box legendaries, and we've seen through E3 like not official. They haven't even officially been released. I don't think. But there was that electric corgi Pokemon. Yeah, and um. That sort of there's like a pink imp Pokemon, which mm-hmm. is dark and fairy, which is a cool typing, which we haven't had yet. Um, so that's really, if I'm not mistaken, and then we've seen some other existing Pokemon walking around Galar and in trailers and stuff like that. So we started seeing, and I really am hoping that if they're not going to have all of the Pokemon, which they've already said they aren't, I hope they give us a good amount to catch because even though it was a few months from sun and moon to when they updated it with bank compatibility i still had fun going through and trying to complete oh, yeah. my decks like my my buddy and i he had he had moon i had sun he and i were going through catching you know version exclusives and trading them back and forth and trading with trade evolutions over the internet and stuff to make sure that we could get the perfect or the 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 full decks on there so i still i hope it's not like here's here's you know 50 new pokemon and another 100 to catch like i want there to be a I I think there should I want there personally to be at least four hundred total. I would I would like there to be a lot of new ones. I would like there to be more. I hope there's a lot more to catch, but we'll have to see where they go with it. I mean, as we get closer to release, I'm sure obviously they're going to release more, but I don't know. A lot remains to be seen. All right, awesome. Uh, let us know online, of course, who your favorite Pokemon is, who you think should be one that they should never get rid of and carry over. Of course, the automatic answer for a lot of people is Pikachu. Pikachu! But, but um, I, and that, that one has been confirmed. I mean, I was going to say that the day that, I mean, the day there's a Pokemon game without Pikachu is the day that... <laughs> right, break out. Um, so, yeah, so that's definitely one that is going to probably be in every game for the foreseeable future. But speaking of generations and speaking of stuff, there was a mention a few weeks ago about a tournament of gaming consoles. I'm here to announce that will be starting soon. We're working on it, but I'm going to point out a few of the specifications to begin with. We are going to start at the fourth generation of consoles, which would be super NES and Genesis. So we're going to simplify this down. So I'm sorry if there's fans of like very, um, you you could probably get one off the top of your head right now, an obscure console. Uh, so like it wouldn't be like the TurboGrafx sixteen or the Atari Lynx or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's we're we're more focusing on the more mainstream, the big ones. Yes. So I will go over that list real quick, just so people know. And the way we're doing this is by generations, because as we pointed out before, it wouldn't be fair to like have the Xbox One go up against the PlayStation One. Right. So on that note. The first gen, which will be the fourth generation, will be, of course, Super NES versus the Genesis. The second one will be, which is the fifth, I mean, sorry, I'll just do these, fourth, 
Fifth generation is the PS1, the N64, and the Sega Saturn. Sixth generation is the Dreamcast, PS2, GameCube, and Xbox. Seventh generation will be the PS3, the 360, and the Wii. And the eighth generation with, I'm not joking, I'm doing it by this list, Nintendo gets two entries Uh, because you have the PS4, the the Xbox One, the Wii U, and technically the Switch would be considered still part of the current eighth generation. Yeah. So that's going to be our breakdown of how we're going to break these up. And I mean, I'll course, say this is a huge Nintendo fan if we really count the Wii U. <laughs> I when when we have that discussion, we'll have the discussion. But that, I think everyone is going to think that spoiler. <laughs> that discussion will come later, I'm sure. And we're we're going to work out a way to where, of course, your input as fans will be included in our discussion and everything. So we're we're, we're going to work on this this tournament. Um, and we will let you know, but it is something that is in the works. I just wanted to break down for everyone what we're what consoles we're doing and how we're doing it. So, so um, get 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 your little pennants ready to wave and in 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 fandom of certain ones. And no offense, after the I think the fourth generation, does Genesis matter anymore? I mean, does does Sega matter anymore? <laughs> does Sega do what Nintendo don't still? Yeah, I, I think there's going to be an interesting discussion when we get to the Dreamcast, in my opinion. But yeah, but yeah, that that is something for later. I just wanted to. It's something we mentioned, and I finally, you know, got a list of where the console generations fall. And it's like some of them. It's just there was one console, and it's like that's not fun discussing it because you don't know the verses. I mean, and kind of the 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 rivalry in the whole console wars began with the Genesis right. and the Super Nintendo. I mean, look so. at the look at the previous the previous generation. It was really. The NES, I mean, the NES swooped in when everything else had basically crashed. Yep. And then, I mean, Sega had the Master System, but honestly, that was like one of those systems I didn't even know existed until like after the fact. And like, that is why, like I said, we're exactly. not we're not including the super exactly. obscure stuff. It's like I, years later, I found out one of my friends like that he had a Master System. I'm like, you were the only person I know who had a Master System. And wow. And as I said, <laughs> we're not including handhelds because that's its own. It's, it's one its own thing, thing. <laughs> and also, if it has Pokemon on it, you automatically win. We so can, We can compare it. We can include you know all the stuff, plus the Tiger Electronic LCD games. So, on that note <laughs> of favorite um, consoles, handhelds, and everything, uh, defend a Pokemon game, in your opinion. Oh my gosh. That's... Putting you on the spot. I mean, I hate saying this, because I'm not a Gen 1-er, but I mean, Gen 1 for setting forth the whole series because no matter how much has changed it's still based on that Mm -hmm. and it is like it or not those are the most iconic ones and they set the tone that being said my personal favorite one i mean i have a soft spot for gen 4 with pearl because that is when i got reintroduced to pokemon and that's when i really got into training a little bit more again still don't do competitive or anything like that or anything like that but it was like i like building legit parties that aren't filled with here's a mewtwo and all the legendary birds and all these things like i like building legit parties and and at least going through and then trying to actually collect them all so that's where i I really kind of got back into it so for personally i would say four but gen four but gen one i mean love it or not you can't you cannot just say oh that one's just a stereotypical answer because i mean look how much is based on it I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say one that might be a little controversial. Yellow was my first one and kind of has a place in my heart. But 
fire red and leaf green or something to where they took and updated it and i wish they would do it again i know let's go ev and let's go <laughs> i'm only they would do it again with pikachu and e <laughs> if, if, if only they do it again and have it be a more tradi- have it be the traditional right with, I, with it's, access it's, to the other pokemon it's still fun that yeah. one is still fun but it's kind of like hey let's take go and put it let, let's let's take elements of Pokemon Go and put it into the first game gen. and put it in the first game, which I'm like, that's cool, but it's like I I miss the like, and it's funny, and this is something that might once again stir the pot. I kind of miss when they were in 2D. There, there is something about those simplistic little like when you look at the the um, in Gen One when you look at the sprite of of the trainer. Mm-hmm. And just that simple little thing with wearing a ball cap and little dots for eyes, and it was just there's something very stylized about it, which which is kind of nice. But um, but I am interested to see because there's been some some other controversy surrounding Sword and Shield, with people saying they don't think the graphics are up to snuff uh, to what can be done, and it's sort of like we gotta wait and see what kind of game we're trying to we're they're trying to pump out here, and I know they're still working on it. We still have four and a half months. Um, I think these are going to be interesting to see in, in high definition. And, but not high definition like, hey, we're going to put this on YouTube where a lot of that's coming over in crap yeah. quality anyway. Like, I can't wait to see this on a nice high def, whether it's my TV or the Switch's screen. Uh, it will be fun to see these in this way, in that way. I, I'm going to say fourth fourth and fifth gen for me for the like the that 2D yeah. of it. It was sort of like an up, a slight upgrade. Yeah, a little bit more. Yeah, because they're they're very similar to each other, and of course, like, um, it was black and white where they had them animated and moving and everything, right? Yeah, where it was like the sprites were kind of moving around. Yeah. I always thought some of those looked cool, and some of them were weird looking. Like some of them, they would just like kind of wiggle and writhe, but then they would like stop. And I don't know. I wasn't like some of them were cool, and some of them I was kind of like. Mm. But yeah, like I said, I, I just something about the two D one. I just wanted to point out. I mean, just just having just the little sprites. Yeah, the three D is great and everything, but it's just something something about those original ones. It's like that's 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 nostalgia for me at least. Yeah. So I guess that that would be my answer. But but yeah, so let us know what your opinion is on that. Uh, of course, we'll be back next week with another nerdy topic. Actually, I'm going to change my. I'm going to change it. My the definitive Pokemon game is Hey You Pikachu on the N sixty four. Bye.